Welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. We have another interview lined up. We got Plattsburgh head coach Ross Rosenbaum. We get to know the head man of the Tigers. A look back at their 2019 season. A look at some of the kids on the 2020 roster. The first two games of 2020. And we look ahead to their week three matchup against West Platte. Our conversation with Coach Rosenbaum begins in 30 seconds. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. we got Plattsburgh head coach Ross Rosenbaum with us. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure to have you on, um, Coach. Um, what we like to do for our first-time guests here is get to know who the coach is, um, who Coach Rosenbaum is, how you got into coaching, and how you got here to Plattsburgh. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, um, I started teaching probably back in 2014. Uh, originally, I was just a wrestling coach. Um, but I played football my whole life. Uh, my dad has been a football coach his whole life, and I watched him play all the way up until his 30s. Um, so when I got the opportunity to take the head job there at North Callaway for wrestling, uh, I met with their head coach, Coach Kevin O'Neill, um, said, hey, I'd really like to get involved with the football program. So the first year, I just kind of assisted and did some position grouping and then uh, got moved up to the D coordinator role, uh, was on that staff for four years and or five years, I guess, and then uh, we made a couple uh, deep playoff runs and, and decided, hey, you know, I, I want to do this. I want to be the head guy somewhere. And uh, the opportunity here at Plattsburgh kind of opened up, and, and here I am. Well, you're a Northwest Missouri kid. Um, I remember you from your playing days at Cameron, so I do um, know your name very well. How is it really being back in the area again? You know, it, it's it's different. Um, you know, it, it's different being being somewhere where you weren't, right? I mean, I think everybody has that idea of what coaching will be like, especially around – um, if they're in their hometown. But uh, for me, I was kind of fortunate, right? I, I played at two different high schools at Hamilton and Cameron. So I'm kind of used to being uh, new and, and, and bouncing around. But I love being back up in the area, uh, coaching against guys that I played against and played with, um, and, and also being a lot closer to my family and having the opportunity to coach with my father on the coaching staff with me. That's definitely, that's definitely a great part of it. Uh, coach, uh, you're in your second year at Plattsburgh. Um, in 2019, your team went five and six. You didn't win a playoff game and advanced all the way to the district semifinals. Just give a little bit of a summary of uh, of the 2019 season. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a bit of a roller coaster, right? I, I think I inherited a team. I was the fourth coach in four years. Um, so building player trust and all that was something that we had to start with. And I had a really, really good group of seniors. Uh, had some underclassmen that could, that could play. And um, they bought in pretty early, and, and we started to – set the culture and change the mentality. And we started off pretty hot, 3-0. Um, we were able to beat, beat a team or two teams that had put it, put it on us the year before. And, um, you know, it, it, everything was going well. We, we ran into the heart of the KCI conference with Lawson, um, East Buck, Hamilton, and, and we lost a couple, you know, lost a really close one to Hamilton. Um, you know, Lawson was Lawson and they put it on us. And, and we didn't play very well at East Buck last year. So I think some of the kids – um, you know, we had to go through some adversity and, and some handled it really well and some didn't. And in my first year as a head coach, I had to, I had to reevaluate and learn how did I handle the, the, the slump. And, um, but we were able to come out there towards the end of the season and, and win our last uh, home, home regular season game as well as a first round playoff game. But, you know, we, we started with around 34 kids. We ended with around 22. And, um, and that's part of the culture here that we're trying to change is, is we're going to be committed all year long and we're going to be in this thing 100%. Uh, you talked about uh, reevaluating, and um, with everything going on this year, with um, you, you never know like when you're going to be able to practice, when you're going to be able to play, and all that stuff with um, summer and um, preseason um, practices. How was um, reevaluating everything with 
with just everything going on in our world and in our in our hometown and everything right now? Yeah, I think um, it was a unique situation, and, and fortunately for me, I'm not the only one in it. But yeah, I, you look at hey, what do I need to change as a coach? What do we need to change as a coaching staff? And part of that was are we putting the right kids in the right place? Are we putting the kids that, that have been there, that have earned it, that have done that in the right place? Well, then you get hit with this pandemic and you think, okay, well, these numbers aren't that good for summer weights. These numbers aren't very good for camp and things like that, but you got to take into account some of the, some of the things that's going on with COVID and um, it's hard, but you know, the guys that showed up were the guys that we thought would show up and, um, and we had a great young freshman class come in this year. So they got to see it done the right way. So it threw a little wrinkle at it because we were very dead set on, hey, we're going to play the guys that are here. We're going to play the guys that are committed. Um, and, you know, we were able – we weren't able to start doing the things in the spring that we would have liked to have done. But um, ultimately, we were lucky enough to have a bit of a summer as far as weights and then um, some open field stuff and then getting to do a team camp um, just here with ourselves. But uh, didn't get the numbers that we wanted, but we feel like we have the right kids. Well, you talk about having the right kids, and we're going to talk about the um... – we're going to talk about the kids here in just a second. Um, who are some of the kids like who haven't been to a Plattsburgh football game? Um, who would be some of the kids that we would see on Friday, see and hear about on Friday nights? Yeah, I think uh, everybody knows who Austin Rankin is in our conference. Uh, he's one of the best running backs in the conference. I think he's one of the best running backs in class, class one football, um, you know, class two even. So he, he's a pretty special kid. He put up a lot of yards for his last year, a lot of touchdowns, and, and they were hard yards. Um, so he's back for his senior season and. Um, he played pretty well week one. He didn't play last Friday, uh, but we got him back again this week. So we're excited to see him back on the field. Um, our quarterback, Caden Carter, uh, he this is his first real year as a starter. He played some some games for us last year, but his his work ethic and his commitment level over the summer was drastically different, and we're seeing that results pay off on the field. And um, and then you know up front we've got a sophomore in Gabe Rainwater, who's a really really talented offense and defensive lineman. Um, Caleb Davis is a junior for us. Uh, he's a kid that just does everything the right way. He's, he does everything he's coached to do, and he gives you 100% effort. He's having a heck of a season right now at guard and defensive end. Uh, Nathan Bash is another returner for us. He plays uh, guard and then also linebacker. He's returning all-conference linebacker, all-district. So um, really good players there. But, you know, it's it's a pretty pretty tight team as far as everybody goes. We, we've got some really good kids. We lack a lot of depth. Um, we're starting we're starting three freshmen, so that's never um, ideal, but those guys can play, and they've given good effort. So I look for a lot of these guys that people I haven't heard of to kind of jump off the page this year. And, uh, Coach, um, you, um, you, you're you 2-0 on the year, a really, really close ball game in week one against Polo, and then you were able to come back and then win a very convincing game last week against St. Joe Christian. Just give an overall analysis of your team's performance in the last two weeks. Yeah, you know, I thought week one was kind of uh, we got to see where we're at, right? We didn't have a jamboree. We didn't scrimmage with anybody this summer. We didn't even have seven on seven. So um, one thing that we've, we've been challenging them on all years, are, are you willing to compete every down? Are, are you tough enough? And, and with as young as we are this year, we found out pretty early on that we are. Um, the effort was there. Now, alignment was bad. <laughs> Technique was, wasn't great. Understanding the schemes wasn't perfect. Um, we didn't make good adjustments on the field. Uh, we had, you know, so we, we got to use film this week uh, of week one to really go back over all that stuff. And, and now they understand, hey, this is why they're coaching us the way they coach us. This is why they challenge us every day. This is why they're saying it, do this way, do it this way. And um, we saw a really good week of practice, best week we've had so far, um, even in individual drills, team drills, team run, team O, whatever it was, uh, guys were doing things the right way and they were asking the right questions. 
Um, and then I think that just came to light on, on Friday night. I mean, we came out really high energy. It was a really cool game uh, being the first one at the new stadium, but uh, we made big plays. We, we, I mean, we scored from the first play from scrimmage and, it really had a lot to do with blocking assignments and guys kind of figuring it out this week and getting off the ball and being in the right spot. So we were able to do that all game long and uh, pretty much offensively do whatever we wanted. And uh, defensively, we kept them out of the end zone again. We did give up a kickoff return uh, in the second half for a touchdown, but I was proud of the defense. I thought our, our fits were great. Our fills were great. Our communication was good. Our coverage was good. So all in all, a really, really different week two than week one. So week one, we got to test the heart and the effort. And week two, we tested the mind. And I think that was – um, the difference. Well, Coach, you have an opportunity to go 3-0 and this week at West Platte. Um, what have you seen so far from the Blue Jays, and what can we expect on the field from them on Friday night? Yeah, I think we've seen uh, offensively they're quite a different team than they were last year. Last year, I don't know, they really kept their identity offensively. They almost kind of ran something different every week. I know they battled injuries last year, so they got a pretty talented quarterback that comes back from an injury last year. Uh, they've got some really good running backs and receivers. Uh, up front, they got some size and they're athletic. Um, you know, of course, being from, you know, I play, you know, coaching the emo um, over there in central Missouri. So I kind of know Coach Newstead there, just he was at Centralia when we were at North Callaway. So uh, he, he's a really good football coach and he's got these guys playing. Um, we think it's going to be one heck of a game and we've got to be firing on all cylinders. If we want to come out with a W. Well, Coach, I want to thank you so much for um, joining the podcast here and good luck to you and your kids this Friday night. I appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you again. Uh, very, very likewise.